Welcome to the Overcomers Unite podcast, where we believe that struggling well and overcoming are essential ingredients in your leadership journey. We share leaders' stories of overcoming to encourage and inspire you to keep pressing on. I'm your host, Grace Esther. Excited to have a fellow coach and an amazing woman, Keisha, share her story. Without further ado, let's hear Keisha's story. Hello, I'm so excited to welcome you all today to Overcomers Unite podcast. And today we have a very special guest with us. Her name is Keisha. And I actually met her through our friend Casey. We were on this coffee and chat and we connected. So I'm so excited to have her share with you all today. She is an amazing health and fitness coach. And what I really love about her is she focuses in on people's mindsets and the ladies that she works with. She helps not only with um, their nutrition, but she really focuses in on the mindset. And I'm really excited for you guys to kind of hear her journey so you can understand where all that comes from. So without further ado, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, absolutely. So thank you, Grace, for inviting me to be on this podcast. I'm super excited to be here, share my story, hopefully share some things that people can learn and and grow from. Um, But I am a fitness, nutrition, and mindset coach, and I primarily help women who are struggling to lose fat and they don't know why. They usually feel like they're doing all of the right things. And it honestly, like you said, often comes down to mindset and making some perspective shifts that are going to be life-changing. And then we work on creating a sustainable, healthy lifestyle, something that is not just short-term. It's not a quick fix. It's not a diet. It's just improving your lifestyle so that you can be healthy and happy and do all the things you want to do in life. So good. Yes. I love that so much because I see not just say our like body fat or these other things, but if we're wanting to get to the next step in life, a lot of times it is something in our mind that is holding us back. And so I love that what you focus on not only helps them with breaking through um, in lifestyle in like dropping fat, but it's like this gift because you're training them to be able to have break, continue to like step into breakthrough. So I just, yeah, I love that so much today. We're going to be sharing on this podcast. Just, um, we're going to hear Keisha's story of overcoming. And so, um, what point in your life did you kind of feel like this isn't how it's supposed to be? Uh, why is this so hard? And kind of like, what were the circumstances surrounding that? Absolutely. So I, it's so funny. Cause as I read the question, I'm like, well, <laughs> every point, but there are definitely moments that, that stand out to me. Mm-hmm. And the first time I think that I, I really felt it was after graduating from college in 2010. And I had gone to a great school. I'm a Stanford grad. I had gone the traditional Stanford path mm-hmm. and got a job at Facebook right after graduation. And it was Everyone was very proud of me. I got a lot of accolades for just, you know, what I had done up until that point in my life. So everything was on track, right? All I had to do was stay at Facebook and my life was set. Mm-hmm. However, I did not enjoy it. I, and I, this has nothing to do with Facebook as a company because it is absolutely a great 
place to work. Mm -hmm. And I definitely learned a lot that is helping me now today even. Mm -hmm. Um, But I knew that for me, sitting at a desk all day was just not what I wanted to be doing. I felt like the life force was being drained out of me every day at work. I just would sit there and go to these meetings and I just was like, okay, we're talking about ads and we're talking about marketing for a jeans company or, mm-hmm. which is great. And there are people who, who absolutely that work has to be done and there are people who love it and enjoy it, but I did not. And that's when I knew this isn't right. I should not, it's, I'm two years. I was two years into my career when I officially made the decision to switch. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm like another 40, 50 years of this. I cannot, I simply cannot. So yeah. I, at that point decided to transition to what I felt was my passion. And, and I was right is health and fitness. Mm-hmm. I, I love when you're sharing right now, just how, uh, as you were on this path, as you were kind of experiencing things, you began to notice, um, where you're like loves and passions were and like in that place then you were able to begin to to shift and I just feel like that shows a lot of um awareness and so yeah I really love that so in this whole process um was there a time when you experienced um a breakdown or something really big that kind of um pressed you to really shifting directions. What was that like for you? Yeah, absolutely. I would say that this example is a lot more recent and Mm -hmm. it was honestly, just to point something out that I think is important for people Mm -hmm. to hear. I made the transition to health and fitness two years after graduating from college but that wasn't, it wasn't just one and done and I was good. Like I had a lot of different jobs that I jumped around in and was really trying to figure it out. And it felt like a never ending process of why isn't anything working? And it wasn't until the final position that I held before I started my business that the biggest, I think, breakdown happened. And I know that it happened for a reason, but I was really clashing with someone that I worked with. And it was making it really difficult for me to enjoy the work. The work was all right. You know, it wasn't, it still wasn't something that I was passionate about, but it was better than anything I had done before. So I was like, okay, this is good enough. Yeah. But that relationship, I just was like, I cannot, (laughs) I cannot do this either. And so at that point I had tried so many different positions that it felt like I didn't have any more options. I couldn't go back to the corporate world because I I had already left. And and this was probably a limiting belief, but I felt like people would look at my resume and be like, she doesn't know what she wants to do because I didn't. Mm. And at the time I was working for a fitness studio. And so I felt like those are my only other options, but there was, you know, I was at the the top of of the fitness studio realm. So there was really nowhere to go from there. Mm. It was either keep doing that or or what. And that was when I decided that, or what was to start my own business, to do my own thing. I had always wanted to do it. And I just was like, you know what, let's just start. Let's just see what happens. And I took the leap. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And what I love in hearing your story is just how, when things just, they, there felt like there was no way out. You chose to create this opportunity for yourself. And I think that that's such a beautiful example for us to follow. Cause I think that when we come up against roadblocks, like 
we still have choice. And so I love that that's a piece of your story because it just shows the entrepreneur in you, but also how um, you have over time built a mindset where you are able to create and like step into a new thing. So I just really appreciate that about your story. So how, like, as you experience this breakthrough, what were kind of the things that you feel like you really learned in the breakdown about caring for your emotional, spiritual, physical health in the breakdown, like getting to the breakthrough, like what were things that kind of supported you in pressing through that? The, the main things that I think that I've learned are one, to not keep things bottled in. I definitely am someone who tries to solve all of my own problems and I don't want to burden anyone. And I'm like, I can just get through it. I'm strong enough. Um, But that tends to lead to things building up and then you can sometimes get, you know, an explosion or a breakdown. (laughs) That's typically how that happens. So I've learned to communicate what's going on and what that looked like at the time was communicating with the person that I was having the issue with. I communicated and I was like, what's, what's going on? Why, why, why am I feeling like this? Yeah. And, and what's the truth on your end? Um, So communication about what's going on with you, I think is, is huge. And then the second thing I would say is to get clarity. Mm. So I did a lot of journaling. I did a lot of getting my thoughts out on paper and just trying to organize them and trying to figure out what it all meant. And, and then from that clarity, it kind of led me to, okay, well, what are my options? Maybe Mm. starting a business. I started researching Mm. different businesses that I could start. Should I open a, uh, a fitness studio of my own? Should I have like a private business where I go train people out of their houses? And then Mm. I stumbled upon someone who was doing online coaching Mm. and I started to learn more and then it spiraled into what I'm doing today. So it all started though with getting clarity because Mm -hmm. until you put, I truly believe until you put it down on paper, it's just a bunch of thoughts jumbled in your head that yeah, you have the thought, but you don't explore Mm -hmm. it further because it just passes and you don't, you don't have the, the clarity around what the next step should be. Wow. Yeah, that's so good. Cause I think that a lot of us, we can look back at our own lives. And I like, I know for me personally, like what you're saying, the times that I've been able to press through, it has been from writing things down and getting clarity, like exactly what you're saying. And I think that's so good to remember when we come into a space when we don't have clarity, because those same habits that helped us before can help us going forward. So that's so, so for people who are kind of in that place right now where they're either experiencing a breakdown or they're feeling stuck, or maybe they're even in a career like you were in where they were like, oh, this isn't what I'm passionate about. Like what kind of advice or encouragement do you have for them to kind of help them to press through? Yeah, absolutely. I would say the first thing that you want to do is assess how you're feeling because I definitely have made the mistake of skipping over my emotions and going straight to the action plan because I do feel better when I'm in action. But at the same time, that can lead you to have unresolved emotions Mm -hmm. about what's been happening to you, which will resurface later on in life. And so that's a big lesson that I've had to learn is to really deal with 
And when I say deal with, all I really mean is just feel your emotions and call them out and say, I'm feeling this way and this is why. And that's a great journal prompt too. Why am I feeling these emotions right now? Mm-hmm. And then let yourself feel them. But, but then there's kind of a, a balance that you have to strike between feeling the emotion and not dwelling in the emotion. Mm-hmm. So once you have felt it, which is going to be a different time frame for, for everyone in terms mm-hmm. of the amount of time you spend there. Yeah. But once you felt it, then you start to create the action plan and then you start to shift mm-hmm. your focus to abundance. So mm-hmm. before when you're feeling the emotion, you're stuck in that scarcity and fear mm-hmm. realm of things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, okay, feel it, feel it, let it out. And then you start to shift to, okay, where are the opportunities? What is the lesson? What can I do moving forward that's going to propel me to where I want to go? Yeah, that's so good. And I, I relate to that so much because I feel like I am an action person too. And I don't like the not feeling control. And so I love that you're sharing right now how a process where we can let go of control and healthfully and then step into moving forward through through that in a healthy way. Yeah. And I know that we talked last week just about letting go and, and yeah. surrendering and how yeah. difficult it is, but but also necessary. And it's mm-hmm. something that I'm still working on and still yeah. learning. But yeah. I have learned also that the more you try to control something, the more mm-hmm. it, it backfires on you. Yeah. And so we yeah. just have to come from that place of allowing. Yeah, no, that's so good. And I, you know, I relate to that so much. And I, I listened to something the other night about... Um, how when you're controlling and like worrying, it's this, it's this false sense of control and it just creates anxiety in you. And so when you think of it in a way of like, you're creating anxiety versus allowing yourself to have peace, like that kind of little thing that they were talking about really shifted for me. I was like, Whoa, I, by thinking I'm having control, I'm just creating, like I'm raising anxiety in my body, which is like, hurting so many things and not even allowing myself to have, have peace. And so that was something that um, just the way they worded that I wrote it down because it really um, impacted my thinking. And I felt like it was really supportive because nobody wants to be anxious. (laughs) Exactly. And that's the great thing is like, if you can just be committed to feeling good and doing the things that feel good, which mm. is not to worry and not to feel like you have mm. to control every little thing and to yeah. just accept that you are where you are supposed to be and the things that mm. will, should happen will happen when they're supposed yeah. to happen. It's yeah. easier said than done, 100%. But I think yeah. the, the important thing is to keep coming back to that, keep mm. bringing yourself back to that. Because yeah. I don't think anyone's natural way of being is, mm. I mean, maybe some people, but for most of us, we're looking at the problems. We're looking at what needs to be fixed. We're not just saying, okay, this is everything will happen when it should. Yeah, that's so good. I feel like it is uh, when you meet those people who have the peaceful presence, like they are usually people who were anxious in the past and they went through this process of choosing to be in a continual place of surrender. And we think about it, we, our habits we've had like 
they didn't just come overnight. Like we made choices to like get to where we're at. And so to create a new habit in your thinking, especially um, it's a process. And so I think, you know, having grace and allowing for yourself to step in and show up um, even when you mess up, like show up and then show up again. I feel like you're giving yourself such a gift, you know? Yes. hundred percent. So what do you feel like is one piece of advice, wisdom, something that you live by that you feel like if you could just share with everyone, you would, um, you would share with them. I'd love to hear what that is for you to be able to share with our listeners. Yeah, I think one thing that I'm committed to telling myself right now every single day is just to focus on progress over perfection. Okay. Because and it and it kind of goes back to the same idea of resisting the urge to control mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. Because then you're looking for perfection. You're trying to control every little thing mm-hmm. to make it perfect whereas if you just focus on what have I done already? Mm-hmm. And what else, what's the next forward step that I can take instead of just focusing on the end goal, you're going to feel a lot better as you go through this process of trying to achieve or trying to mm-hmm. become a better person or whatever the process is, whatever the goal is, you're going to feel better if you just take it one step at a time and acknowledge everything that you've done to get to this point mm-hmm. instead of just focus on, well, I, I haven't done this and I still need to do that. And this didn't work. Mm-hmm. I receive that. I love that so much. Uh, and I, I agree with it. So yeah, cause pro- I love that progress over perfection and because you're literally encouraging yourself in the process, um, by looking back and acknowledging yourself instead of beating yourself up. So it's this like total, uh, different way of thinking that I feel like a lot of us fall into, which, um, is so supportive. Thank you so much for your time. How can everyone connect with you? How can they um, find you on Instagram and Facebook and what, how can they connect with you? Yeah, you guys can connect with me at coach Keisha on Instagram. And um, right now I have a couple of different options for ways to work with me. So if you, everything is, is tied to my Instagram. So if you look me up there, you can follow along on my journey. I give a lot of tips and a lot of motivation and, and talks like this, honestly, because I love this stuff. I love learning about this stuff. And um, you can learn more about different ways to work with me on my Instagram page. Yeah, so good. And all of uh, her contact info will be in the show notes. This was so good. I love uh, chatting with you so much. I've said this before, but I get so much energy from you. You're a beautiful person. And I'm, yeah, I'm so grateful we got to do this. Thank you. I feel the same. And and the topics that we're talking about are so Mm -hmm. top of mind. And I just feel like every week is a new lesson. So it's really great to share, you know, what we're, what we're learning. Yes. Love this so much. Well, have a beautiful day. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Make sure you connect with Keisha through clicking on links in bio. You don't want to miss out on getting to follow her journey and hear all of the wisdom she has to share with us. Next week, I'm going to be sharing stories from our black communities here in the United States. I'm going to be sharing a story every day next week and would love for you to tune in to join me in learning to hear the heart to hear the hurt, 
that our fellow brothers and sisters have gone through. Join me next week in actively listening.